The following program is a production of All The Way Live Entertainment. This show is sponsored by APCW Wrestling Academy. Learn wrestling from WWE Hall of Famer Robert Gibson. If you're interested in becoming a professional wrestler, contact them at 770-871-5417 or online at apcwdouglasville at gmail.com. Also, buy a collar and elbow brand. Save 10% on your next purchase by using our discount code WPNRussell. That's WPNRussell at checkout and get a discount on great collar and elbow products. You know, when we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! On tonight's podcast is the primary management voice of women of wrestling. She's the self-professed greatest attorney in the world, Sadia Lopez. And on the show, she's represented former wild champion Lana Starr, the former tag team champions Cage Heat, and she has provided us a little bit of a bonus, a zoo car. We're going to call her the Master Marvel, who has been on the, uh, I want to say, the second season of WoW. She is uh, joining her today, which which I know that is kind of pulling back the kayfabe curtain. You're having a baby face and the heel in the same spot, but we're not going to we got gonna dwell on that too much. So you out there in podcast land, you got a little bit of a bonus. If you've ever wanted to know some good stuff, hopefully I will get the questions that you wanted to know out of both of them tonight. So ladies and gentlemen... Sophia Lopez and the Zucar. Ladies, how are you? Good. Great. All right. Excited so, to be here. Well, I, I am uh, very happy to have you both. So I'm going to try to, you know, cut this down the middle here. Uh, let, let's start with uh, the the wrestler of the, of the bunch, and then we'll move to the manager. Zucar. Okay. How and why? Yes. Did you uh, get involved in the world, in the crazy world of pro wrestling? Well, it's funny because I'm also an actress. Mm-hmm. So I actually answered a casting notice that said, do you want to be a real-life superhero? I'm like, hell yeah! Who wouldn't <laughs> want to be a real-life superhero, you know? And uh, I, I, by the time I was training Muay Thai, and I had been training for five years, many hours a day and um and i got to the audition and i saw all this wow world and i automatically fell in love with it and then i got a call back and when they gave me the call back i'm like no i am going to stick to my culture i am going to wear a mask (laughs) and you're gonna take me (laughs) and they did (laughs) okay so so the mask was your idea specifically yes yeah, I, I created Azúcar from from the beginning. They were like, but why do you want to cover your face? And I'm like, it's not covering my face. It's keeping my culture. I'm Mexican, born and raised in Mexico City, 
and I used to go to Lucha Libre and like I was like you need you need this <laughs> you know Mexico is now um it's, well, we've always been neighbors and we have a lot of Latin Hispanic cultures here and I cannot just wrestle without having the weight of who I am you know nice so, yeah Okay, so, so and I wanted to be on that thing. So, so we have established that uh, you were the creative force behind that character, and now uh, the other side of the fence, Ms. Lopez, who has who has quite the title that uh, you walk around with, the greatest attorney in the world. That that is that's quite the statement. I mean, I, I don't know if we've, oh, yeah. I don't know if we've ever actually gone out of our way to try to prove that or not. But you know, I'll take your word for it that you're the, the greatest. Uh, how did you uh, take your journey into the uh, land of Wow? You know what? Like, um, I wanted to be a superhero because I was like a brand new mommy, mm-hmm. so I had two little kids, and I was like, "Well, I love sports. I love spring sports." You know, I used to risk everything all my life. So then I thought, I really want to be a superhero for my kids. And so I met David McLean. Same thing, he was on the search. He was, you know, scouting girls here and there, trying to find that perfect match for his vision. So I met him, and when they explained, you know, the whole process and the wrestling, I literally chickened out and was like, you know what, forget it, like, nice to meet you, I'm going home. And then they were like, Selena, Major. She came running and she's like, I have my soul on a string. I have my soul on a string. And I was like, everybody's looking at her like, what's going on? She's trying to talk to David. And I'm like, oh, I think she's hanging by a threat. Oh. It was a literal translation from Spanish, ah, and yeah. uh, it was it was a wonderful moment. I remember it very well when she was walking in, and she's like, "Yeah, I thought I was laughing like, because you know we have that saying, and I just wanted to translate it directly from Spanish to English, and it didn't make sense. But the only <laughs> one that was able to know what I was talking about was Azuka. So we connected actually in that moment, I think, and. You know, literally, I said to Selena, Selena, no, thank you so much, David, nice to meet you, I'm going home. Uh, but then Selena asked me, like, why, why would you, and David, he says, why would you say no, like, why? And then I said, you know, I don't want to get hurt because, you know, I have two kids, they're very little, and I need to take care of them. Mm-hmm. So I said, and Selena looked at me at, on the eyes, and she told me, I won't let that happen. Like, I won't let you get hurt. Like, would you trust me? I'm going to train you girls. And as you said, I took her word for you know, uh, for and then I did it. I did it, and I was, okay, sign me in. And I started going to all, like, that training. Mm-hmm. And every single day I was saying, tomorrow I'm not coming back. Tomorrow I'm not coming back. And we were training for hours. It was like, I don't know, six hours, five, I don't know. But, you know, my, yeah, like five hours a day. But my body was hurting, you know, like from the top of my head to my toenail, everything. I was like bruises all over my body. And, you know, the adrenaline was 
so amazing, so beautiful that that's the reason I kept going. Like every single day, I was tomorrow I'm not coming, and the next day I was there, and I was there, and I was there, and and it was amazing because that adrenaline kept me going. It was too much passion, like to put like a a foot inside that ring was like a lot of respect. There was a lot of. Uh, I don't know. I'm speechless to express my feelings at that moment. Okay. But you know, that, that little story was funny. That, uh, that a saying got lost in translation. But I, but I guess that's not uncommon. You know, uh, you, have, you have little things that are said in one country or another, and then you leave outside of that, and it doesn't really make sense anyplace else. So for, for those Absolutely. that are... Those that are listening, I guess the, the biggest example that I could think of uh, that might help illustrate that point is the movie uh, All the Marbles, which is a, to tie it in, which is a female wrestling movie starring Peter Falk. A couple, I think it was in the, the late 70s, early 80s, somewhere in there. But outside of the country, they couldn't use the name All the Marbles because All the Marbles is an American idiom. It doesn't make any sense once you leave the, once you leave the country. So they just renamed it right. California Dolls. So that just a little uh, garnish to that story. That didn't say you can. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Just, just adding a little on that. So, so I'm hearing that uh, Sophia, you actually did train in the ring uh, at some point, but yes. we but we haven't seen you in the ring. We we've seen you uh, basically be the mouthpiece for Cage Heat primarily. So, so, She's really good with her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Like, uh, you know, you know, they they throw me here and there, but everything has a meaning and a purpose. The whole point was to build a character. You know, actually have the audience like dying to see me fighting. You know, at that point that with you know, as you said, with my speech, I could say anything, right? And then at that point, like all the audience will be like, well, now either we want her to get like beat up or we want her to see you know we want to see her like fighting wrestling so it was about building the character and 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 also i had that part of the chicken out because as i said like i cannot chicken out so then you know like um on training it was amazing you know like how i saw like a girl from zero to start like you know, these cakes and sidekicks and everything. And I was missing a lot of training, so then I thought, you know, I don't think I'm ready. What should I do? And I, I really wanted, as I said, I'm not a quitter, but I wanted to quit, to be honest. But Sofia Lopez, you know, that's why I'm the greatest attorney in the world, because I will never quit. Like, you need, like, to take me down, you need to kill me, you need to do something. But, so, yeah, uh, I actually wanted to, but... Everything started with Loka and Delta. I was like also training with Loka and I really connected with her for the whole Hispanic side. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, I really want to defend this girl. So yeah, if I'm going to fight, I want to, I don't want to fight them. I want to defend them. And then we came with the idea of start being like their manager and the public defender. And I kept going to training and I, you know, I was exercising, I was doing insanity, I was doing so many other things at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, the Capel Show came in Vegas, and as I said, this is surreal. Like, I mean, people think, like, you train, and then you have all this choreography, and everything is fake. I was like, seriously, guys, that is not fake. Everything can happen on that ring. Like, I mean, if someone doesn't like you, they won't handle, do whatever they want on that show. Maybe not, like, somewhere else, but on the show is the moment to shine, and they'll do whatever they want. So, so yeah, I, you know, like David, everyone said, yeah, you know, she's great. Let's start with her, like as a public defender. And I have my background with the university, with you, with, with all that. So we use it. Why not? And that's how so it was born on the wrestling community. And I love it. And as I said, everything was to build the, to build the character and. Who knows? Maybe I'll give you a surprise, and I'm gonna end up with a match. <laughs> my worst enemy. I'll take you. Uh, oh, oh, really? No, I want to make a, I want to make alliance with you, like you know. I know. Uh, Still, I'll take you. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you're, are you listening? Who wants to fight the greatest attorney in the world? Why not? Maybe we should start a fight right now. Yeah, let's bring the system down. Well, y'all, y'all don't want to start a fight right now because then why we'll miss out on it and nobody else will see it except for the two of y'all. And you know, if you're going to have a, a wrestling match, you got to sell the tickets, right? That, that's the that's the and whole point. And it's going to be on the ring. There you go. There's... We need the ring for that. There you go. Absolutely. Now, now, Zukar, let, let's let's go back to you for a, a moment here uh, because. I don't. I'm going off of memory, but I, I don't believe I saw you beyond season three. Is am I remembering right, or help me out here? No, you're you're absolutely right. Uh, well, when when we were about to start season like the next season, mm-hmm. I got pregnant. Ah, well. so I was very pregnant, and I cannot I could not make it to the ring. And I was actually going to make an appearance with my big belly, <laughs> my huge belly. Well, well, how you know, he didn't ex- hire me. He, he didn't hire me, so that didn't happen. I was <laughs> like, you know what? If you don't hire me, like, nah, it's not happening. Yeah, no, it just, I, it truly was. I was going with my mask, and I was like, I was going to bring my my baby, uh, but then uh, my baby came before that, so it was not. It was like literally a day before. So I could not come in with my huge belly <laughs> well, <laughs> to no. the to the to the show. So now I'm taking a leave of absence. Um, let's see, let's see. Probably soon they'll see me back. I have to call David. Well, you see? know, the, the joy of being, of being masked is that you probably you actually could have shown up there. You just take the mask off. Nobody would know who you were. They sit in the front row. Yeah, but the whole idea is like I didn't. Yes, you have this whole thing. But if you go to the ring, if you go to see a match, um, and you are part of this family and this community, I think you want to be there as for who you are. I have so much respect for the ring and for WOW and for these events that I would show up as a sugar with my big pregnant belly. Why not? No, but remember, she was in labor. At that time, I was in labor. Um, but uh, but no, absolutely. It's, it was just like they called me. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm pregnant. <laughs> I don't think I can bump 
uh, <laughs> and get close and get clotheslined and <laughs> and do all these crazy yeah. things. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, suplex, maybe, but no, no, no. This uh, might be a little. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure your child would not have appreciated that, even even if they couldn't articulate it at the time. That that probably wouldn't have been I, the best thing. So <laughs> I know. Even though he he loves wrestling right now, he's a little bit older now, mm-hmm. and he just loves roughing. <laughs> Rough play. It's a lot of fun. Well, see that that keeps you still in practice. You can uh, you can rough house with the with the kid, and and then when it's time, you can make your return. Speaking of which, is a return. Yeah, that, that re- is a return imminent. Yes. No. 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 We we have not. We don't know. We don't know. I don't. I, it's not like yes, for sure. I'm starting this date, but uh, but we'll see. I. Again, I love and respect the ring so much that I want to go and give it a hundred percent. Now, being a mom changes priorities a little bit. So I, I am I am debating how much my priorities have changed, and um, and because if I go in, I go a hundred percent in. Because as, <laughs> as I was going to say, Sophia said here, it is it is a lot of work, and it. It's a lot of pain and it's a lot of tears. I remember it hurt to sleep the first ten days. <laughs> it was it was just absurd. My hair hurt. My, it, it hurt to blink. <laughs> and I was I was very fit. I mean, again, I was training four or five hours of Muay Thai a day for the last five years. And and it's I I was at the peak of my of my physical my physical achievements and. It was still so much pain. I remember we had pictures with our bruises from hitting the ropes. They yeah. were like we all had our bruises in our butt. <laughs> and we had pictures of all like proudly showing our bruises. That was the third day though. The tenth day I was I was like sitting and I was like, Why aren't you bumping? I'm like, I can't. I just physically, psychologically, <laughs> emotionally my soul cannot take another beating like this. And she said, Go take a couple days off come back and I left that place and I was taking the metro home and I was walking and cry. you know when little kids cry because they're so tired yeah. they just go like <laughs> <laughs> that was me all the way home oh. and then I rested for two days and then I was okay and then the pain was never that bad until frost threw me against the ring but it's a different story um, <laughs> completely different story um <laughs> Well, I, I, let me just uh, interrupt that for a moment to, to quick, give a quick plug here for the, anybody that wants to hear the Frost interview that is sitting in the archives. Uh, uh, quite quite an aggressive young lady, but you know what, what can I say? Yeah, she was impressive. She was not the best sport ever, but she wasn't. And you know what? That's one of the reasons, like. I mean, going back to your question, if she's coming back, that's one of the reasons I'm here because I'm pers- trying to persuade Asuka to come back because I I actually fall in love with her character. So it was like Sofia Lopez really, really wants to represent her. So I'm trying <laughs> her to go back so she can be one of my clients, but we don't know. Well, see, now how are you going to accomplish that? Because Azucar, if I remember, was babyface. Sophia Lopez, 
uh, for all intents and purposes, is heel. She's she's represented or, or aided and abetted with Lana Starr. She's uh, represented Caged Heat. I'm sure you know both of you being actresses, you could probably appreciate the uh, the theory of the writer that the villain never recognizes themselves as a villain. But still, you know. Of course. <laughs> no, of course. It's it's absolutely. And the thing is, like my beef with Frost was inside and outside the ring. There's no doubt about it and yes I'm a baby face uh, and, and precisely because of that there's so much friction with Frost and it, it is what it is um, not, I mean not, if Frost were to be back mm-hmm. I would definitely go back just to beat her ass <laughs> no, uh, yeah but uh, also going with your question mm-hmm. you know Sofia Lopez I'm a mastermind. I mean, I have to go for what works for me, for whatever is good for me. And having a sugar, even though she's a baby face, I can betray anyone. I don't care. Like, she's Hispanic, so I'm related, and I know the culture. So I will have more people on our side, and I can always turn her as a villain like she doesn't have to be baby forever and you know what she has a lot of like she has like the little canela doll that I can sell I mean she has a lot of potential you know with the merchandise with the autographs oh, I, I can explode her <laughs> I can't I can explode all of her you know the mask the the brand, the brand so, everything. So, so you are really so. living this thing. You you living the, the Sofia Lopez gimmick up and down. Listen to you. It's like I could exploit her. Woo! That's. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that's about right. Uh, okay. That is what makes her the the best attorney in the world. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I turn like seriously. I don't know if, you, if you've seen the matches. Like people. We're cheering at the same level or more for Cage Heat than the All American Girls, and that's because I was in front on the ring cheering for them and tell, you know, the audience and the public that they need a, a second chance. So I think people love Cage Heat, even though, I mean, we've done amazing things with Cage Heat. Oh yeah, I I've, I have seen all the matches from. Uh, wow, original season up to present, and you know I, I've on my channel done reviews for the matches. I've been critical of some, been generous to others, but you know I've seen them all. So just uh, putting putting it out there so there are no surprises. But yes, I've, I've <laughs> seen all the of the. So matches. that's it. You know that's it. I have the power to turn the audience wherever I want. So. That's one of the reasons. If I can turn the audience, I can turn the sucker. So I'm working hard on that. Well, you know, now I will say I, I did watch a match. I was like, you know, they didn't give enough camera time to to the manager. I think I want to say that was the first match with Cage Heat returned. I might have saw you walk out with them, but then beyond that, I was like, okay, I, I don't see her anymore. I was I was a little you know, disappointed about that because I was like, you got a manager, you got to see the manager. It's, See what she's doing now. The second go round, that was a different story. I saw you out there doing all your all the business, just yelling and screaming for her, like, "Look at him! Look at him go!" I was like, "Okay, well, there she is now. <laughs> now she's she's in in business." But but I have to rewind this conversation a second to uh, back to the Frost deal. 
So Zucar, this is, this is for you because you know, don't think I didn't catch what you said. You, you said it, there was kind of problems in and out of the ring. Now, are we talking legitimate heat, or are we talk about storyline heat? No, legitimate heat. Legit. Yeah, legit. like legit, legit. Uh, okay. Like there's no, yeah, no legit. Uh, okay, now I, I wouldn't be me and do my job if I did not ask is this just clash of personality or something along those lines uh, I mean what, what, what did this, where did the heat come from and I, I ask that solely because it's not the first time I've come across that situation uh, behind the scenes so to speak I mean here in, I'm, I'm of course on the other side of the coast I'm in Atlanta and I, I cover a lot of the independent wrestling on in this end. And there are some ladies that have just flat out told me, I do not like this person. I won't go into names on, on you know this podcast right now because it's not about that. But I'm, I'm just saying, in that case, I understood where it was from. Where do you think that stemmed from between the two of you? <clears throat> One, she, she takes her character and her whole thing to real life, which is great. I mean, don't get me wrong. You mm -hmm. do whatever you want. But um, that's one of the things. And then the other is it's just, yes, there are heels and there are baby faces. And, but at the end of the day, it's a sport. Mm -hmm. And there has to be certain respect. Yes. And not just respect for your, for your friends and your enemies. Uh, respect for the sport, for the arena, for for the referees, for things that happen, for mistakes that could happen or not happen, and and all these things, she she did not take them in consideration, and she she, she was she was she was she was a full on frost, but she it was like it became everything about herself, and when you are in a in in a in a place like wow when you're in this within company of these people it's not just you it's something bigger than you it's wow it's not just you and your character and what you can do it's the whole it's it's wow as a whole and in in my perspective she did not respect it mm -hmm. and that made me lose complete respect for her and i mean it was a situation that happened um behind behind scenes that I'm not gonna I'm just not gonna talk about but I, I lost complete respect okay. and I mean you you re I respect my friends I respect my enemy and um, and that was I, I just lost respect and with that everything and you know i was a witness I was a witness we all became the characters but that is true there is limit and she crossed those limits, so that's why I agree with Azucar. Okay. Well, I mean, uh, I sincerely doubt that Frost will reappear in uh, in WoW. I mean, just, just based on the interview that I had, and that might have been, gosh, when did I talk the call. about uh, About two years ago. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. You heard that, that interview? <laughs> I heard what happened. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think I, I doubt that you're gonna 
ever have that uh, cross those paths again, at least not not under yeah. those circumstances. But uh, I am sorry that you know y'all didn't mesh as well. But you know, I, I know there are a lot of varying personalities that enter into the the uh, crazy world of wrestling. Yes, I know WoW is kind of a universe onto itself, but it's it's still wrestling. You know? Yeah, no, and and it's not just within wrestling; it's in life. You know, hey, yeah, yeah. there's people who whose values you just do not agree with, and that's it. You you can have whatever values you want to have, but that's why you you hang out with people that have your same values. Or Wait a minute, you're talking too much as a baby face, and I want to turn you to be a villain. <laughs> I think I I don't I don't know. Right. Yeah, this is gonna be hard. Like you still. So, it requires more than a dinner. <laughs> so, Sophia, you're, you're uh, definitely trying to uh, acquire new talent. Uh, is this the the role? I mean, I, I know you can't unveil everything that that's been done or storylines or anything like that. But let, let's try to give a little bit of a teaser here. Are, are we going forward with Sophia Lopez trying to get new clients in her? You know, in her entourage, so to speak. All the time, All yeah, the definitely. Time. You know, <laughs> uh, okay. you know, Sofia Lopez is unpredictable, but yeah, you know, I'm all for it, and I see the risks. I see the people. I study the people. I know their weaknesses. I know pros cons, and yeah, yeah. definitely. Now, now I'm about to cross the line into uh, real life, and, and you know we're going to blur it between wrestling and real life a second. I, I have noticed that you got some 50 acting credits to your name right now. So, I mean that that's that's quite a bit of work that you've been doing in in the acting world. What would make you continue on in a wrestling capacity when clearly you could just be in front of the screen and doing uh, movies and TV and whatnot. Uh, what, what's the motivation there? You know, to be honest, the motivation for me is David McLean and Selena Majors. Like, I have so much respect for both of them, and I really want this to happen even bigger for them. Like, if you could, you know, just live or experience the passion that David and Selena have. I fall in love with them and, you know, it's kind of like over the cliff. Whatever it happens, I'll do it. I'm here, you know, and, I'll, you know, that's one of the main reasons. That's my motive and, yeah, I just love them. They're amazing. They're amazing. And I don't know if you ever watched the movie The Greatest Showman with, um, have you seen it? Hugh Jackman. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he gave us a family. It's, uh, it's exactly like that movie. Like, you can see David McLean as a huge Jackman. And he really, like a lot of the girls, they were going through a lot of things. And I don't know, he showed up on the right moment and he gave everyone a family. So that's why I'm still loyal. And okay. that's one of the reasons. Sweet. Now, now Zucar, after. That's that's a quite a sales pitch you just gave Zucar. Now, if that don't make you go back, I mean, what else will? No, absolutely. If if there is one reason, like 
uh, wrestling still in my mind and in my heart is because of David McLean and Selena Mayers. It's just the passion, the love, and the level of commitment. It's just like outstanding. So, I mean, they still they still have a huge, huge spot in my heart, and I respect them so much, and I love them to death. I mean, so I don't know. I don't know. It's just all in the in the works. Okay. Um, you know, I, I did get the opportunity to talk to one of your uh, colleagues, and I guess in Sophia's case, one of her clients. Uh, that would be Cher. Uh, for those that's listening out there, that would be Loka. Uh, and uh, I like to toss out a little stuff here and there. And I, I believe in somewhere in that conversation, I asked her. If she had ever wrestled out, not outside of WoW, but when WoW went off in 2001, did she try to continue on? And she, of course, unveiled at the time that she had gone into wrestling school, but ultimately she had um, settled into this acting. But I bring that up to ask this. Now, you clearly both enjoy wrestling i know that there's loyalty to wow i'm not you know and i'm certainly not going to rock that boat or anything like that but has it ever come up to you that was like you know what i think i'd like to uh, go train here and work an independent show or something like that you know um i i train i train in when wow was you know like on hiatus Mm -hmm. I, I trained in another place because I thought, you know, this is so much adrenaline. I'm doing great. I don't want to lose it. <laughs> I don't want to go back to the pain and many other reasons. But even I was traveling back and forth in Mexico. So I even told David, you know, I think I'm going to go into a lucha place and try to find, like, different, you know, like, uh, training over there because I don't want to lose it. So mm -hmm. he's like, just be careful. You know, gotta be careful because... And in Mexico, they're hardcore. And then I was like, yeah, don't worry. Actually, I have a friend that she does lucha in my hometown. So I was like, I'm going to find her and I'm going to start doing lucha with her. Just, you know, to, to don't lose it. And then and a friend invited uh, me and Azucar to go and check out, like, Lucha Underground. And even though it sounded, like, cool, it sounded like, you know, it was attractive. I mean, at least for me, I cannot speak for Azucar, but for me, it was, like, attractive. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> Destiny just didn't let it happen for one or another reason. I actually moved to Texas in, at that moment, and it, even though I, it was something inside of me that I was like, this is, sounds cool, the Alucha on the run as well, blah, blah, but then I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, but, but, and just... <laughs> <laughs> For me, it has to be a hundred percent. Like if I put a bot, it's like as a point. And as I said, it wasn't for me because destiny called me for a different journey at the moment. But Azucar, the thing she had different different offers, and she can talk about them. Okay. Yeah, no, I I, I got invited to check out Lucha Underground, and then there was another project, and it was just I was just waiting for a while, and then the baby happened. So. <laughs> I was just like I didn't want to leave WoW. My my sense of loyalty was uh, big because I I owe them a lot, and it's not that I owe them that I don't do it. It's more like I they're my family, and there's they are the people that I wrestle for and with. Um, now I did do a couple movies playing a wrestler. <laughs> oh really? And I did a couple. Of, so yeah, 
uh, I can't say which ones because then you might find my name there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she's incognito. You still, you know, no one protecting the gimmick. Yeah. Okay. But uh, that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun because I I ended up coming in, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna have like a a stunt person, and they're gonna do the whole thing." So, and I got there, and these were like actual like fighters, and I'm like, "No, guys, I'm sorry, but when it comes to wrestling, you have no idea what you're doing." So I ended up choreographing the whole thing, and it was in a boxing ring, not in a wrestling. Not in a wrestling. Yeah. yeah, it was it was rough. It was rough, but it was a lot of fun, and uh, that keep keeps me smiling. <laughs> well, you know that that's because I don't know. People outside of wrestling just look at the ring and assume that any ring is a good ring and it look, it's all the same, which isn't true. So <laughs> no. Yeah, but but you only learn that. Once you have uh, at least walked into a wrestling school once or twice, or put the ring together, or something like that, so yes, there, there is a difference, boys and girls out there in podcast land. It's There's good. a big difference, and if you're if you're trying to do it, you better research a little bit because you can get really busted really easy <laughs> if you don't do it in the right in the right setting. Oh yeah, now. Now make no mistake about it, a wrestling ring can still break you. <laughs> we have we've seen that over the years. Uh, I've, I've been watching this a long time. I've seen uh, gruesome injuries take place in the wrestling ring, which you know, of course, nobody was wanting to happen, but it did. Uh, but uh, it does have a little bit more play to it than a boxing ring because boxing rings aren't there for you to be falling on, not not typically. So yes. Yeah. Absolutely, and yeah, there's there has been like el hijo del perraguayo that I'm still so sad about. I know. Um, but anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't don't bring it down now. <laughs> yeah, don't cry. I mean, I'm telling you, she's too baby face. I don't know. I I might go back and just you know stay with Casey and don't look for no clients. <laughs> <laughs> well, you. So you have to make a storyline out of that. You have to make a storyline out of your your efforts to uh, turn Azuka. But she's got to be there first, you know that. And she's got to be know. there first for you to make that effort and you know try to get her over to your side. See, look, yes. you know now now that's one thing I do per podcast. I am always pitching these stories and and uh, angles. And, I, and I'm giving them out for free. You know, they, these are free storylines. They're good. Take, take them while you get them. They're good. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. You know, I, I, I'll flesh that out a little bit later on because, you know, that that's the, the whole gimmick of the uh, the podcast here. Got, got to help fire out a quick angle or two. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Had to get that out. Um <clears throat> But now you, you both brought up Lucha Underground, but Lucha Underground, for all intention purposes, uh, I, I, I would say is similar to WoW in that it's a kind of a TV storyline based uh, pro wrestling product. Uh, has it ever come to you? Have you ever been approached? Have you thought about uh, the wrestling on the independents? Like, uh, uh, oh God, no. No. Sorry, but I, I have so much res- like so much respect for all the indie 
indie world. It's just, it's crazy. It's, it's amazing how little they get paid sometimes and how, how far they go and, and all the things and sacrifices that they make for their sport. I have to say between like the difference between me and them is I am not that brave. <laughs> and, and my, my I, I don't have that much of a love and passion. Uh for me wow was uh like a godfather, right? And and I was godfathered into the sport mm-hmm. and I was kind of safeguarded a little bit from from everything from the reality and I was beginning taken care of. Uh these girls and guys. Uh they it, it's rough. It's really tough out there. Oh, and, absolutely. I mean it, it is really, it's really tough that they, they really go like so far. And I mean, I do it in acting. Um, mm. In acting, I have this uh, ferocious uh, hunger for, for acting that, yeah, I go to great lengths to, to go to the audition and to get everything done. And, but the, the pressure that they put their psyche and their body and it's just absolutely amazing, and I don't have the balls. <laughs> yeah, you know, for me, they need like a a lawyer, of course. Maybe I can make a deal, and I can get more money for them because, for real, it's hard. It's a hard business, but the passion is what keeps you there. And well, where from them? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, the money, like, I need my commission, of course. That. <laughs> Of course, they, they're going to earn more. But, yeah, as a as a lawyer or as a defender, I'll do it. I'll be there for, you know, I never decline a good client, so why not? Okay. Well, you know, now I ask because you get, uh, WOW has a, a couple of, uh, uh, well, we used to call indie darlings on the show. And now I know a couple of them have moved on since that time. But, you know, you're talking, and I'm only speaking of the ones that I know by their uh, indie name, like uh, Barbie Hayden, who I guess is Abilene Maverick there, yes. and, uh, Jesse Bell Smothers, uh, which I've you know, got a couple, couple of matches of her, uh, Amber O'Neill, uh, who was uh, wrestling here in Georgia, got a, a few matches. Santana. Her. Santana Garrett. Never got, never produced yeah. any match of her. But, but you know, you can got, go on and on. Uh, Candice LeRae. Uh, Holly did. I know that she came in and did a spot or two. So, I mean, I know that they're there, and I know that you guys have access to kind of talk to them and pick their brain and, you know, let see how, how that whole deal worked. But uh, it, it is great I hope- that you said that you have, you know, the respect for it. I mean, I, I, I have to appreciate the fact that you know <laughs> I don't need to be doing that because I – my passion isn't that strong for that that yes. world of it. And and I hope WOW succeeds that I get in great lengths and that we get all these indie darlings within WOW and that they take better care of them, you know, because they deserve it. They have earned it with tears and blood and sweat and they really deserve it. And, um, and, and I, I truly hope that this goes like that this just explodes and there's more places for them to be better paid better fed uh better treated like give them a nice hotel to stay in you know like 
Right. All these things are place to recover. Uh, and just, or, you know what, they really protection. So. Like, they need, you know, like I was talking to Jesse Jones or Amber O'Neill. And seriously, in some places that they're hardcore, like, seriously, they need to run for their lives. And this is not a joke. It's like, you know, they, that the audience really, you know, they're involved that they end up hating them and they really need just to have some protection to get to their cars or things like that. And sometimes not even that. And as you said, I was picking their brains and then they were telling me all these amazing stories, like how people want to beat them out, beat them up outside of the, the arena or like the place. Oh yeah, and it's it's incredible. Yes. It's uh, yeah, I, that that makes balls. That's my <laughs> well, well again. I don't know if I can hurt his You know that there's uh, you you bring up uh, Jesse Bell and Amber O'Neill and and the people that you talk to and pick their brains about it. Uh, on on my channel, <laughs> Women's Pros and Network, free plug for me. Uh, if you go back a couple of. Uh, years that there's a, a tag team match with Jesse Bell Smothers and uh, who was she tagged with tonight? Uh, Queen Destiny was her partner and, and they were by the end of the match I think Jesse had worked certain people in the front row up into a lather so to speak and uh, I'm pretty sure if that woman in the front row could have gotten her hands on Jesse Bell it, it would have been a problem but yeah that, those those things happen she, she uh <laughs> that is the world of wrestling. Yeah, and that, I have to say, that part of it, I think, is, is part of the beauty mm-hmm. of wrestling. When you get people so into it that they, they just want to jump in. Uh, that was me when I was a kid. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> what? What did you do? And my mom would stop me. But, um, yeah, I think it's, it's like, that again, as you say, that is part of the whole thing. And yeah, it can like within the show it can get ugly, but uh, but outside and behind the scenes it's also like a lot of a lot of things that they should be getting that they're not. And, Absolutely. <laughs> guess, Absolutely. Yeah. So that's that's my main thing. Uh, Sophia, you know every man. I know. I technically you're not a manager, but you you essentially you play one on TV. So. <laughs> Every manager has uh, basically been forced into the ring at some point. You know, it, it's the old, hey, if I beat Cage Heat, then I get five minutes alone with Sofia Lopez. Uh, so, I know, right? Something <laughs> like that. So I say that to say this. I expect for Sofia Lopez to get into the ring or be forced into the ring at some point in time. Are you ready for that? You know, I'm always ready. <laughs> like, seriously, like, I'm always ready. No matter what, I'll do it. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. Like, the show needs to go on, so. Okay. So so you're ready to do your managerial stuff and get in that right now. I, I looked at, in preparation for this, I went back and saw a couple of videos. Now, uh, the then All-American girls almost got their hands on you before Cage Heat came to save the day and pull you out of the ring but you know they, they, were, they were like a, yeah. a hair away from uh, doing a double drop kick or something like that yeah but you know there's a reason they don't have the belts anymore like you know <laughs> like if you want to screw up with Sofia Lopez like 
you're gonna lose, you know, one way or another. And now we have those belts. Well, okay, now I think you might be getting a little bit ahead of what's going on because last thing, last we saw that there was tag team tournament. Ain't no belts, ain't no champion. <laughs> ah, well, so you know, it, it's also because we always get them. Did you? I don't know if you remember, like when we actually, I think Lucas stole them, and then they were like just crying like babies, trying to get them back. Yeah, they're gonna get it, even if it's daylight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I'm trying to. I'm talking about, I'm saying, like, yeah, you don't mess up with Sofia Lopez. Like, you know, part of my my character and my story, like, I've been working with the ex-president of Mexico, with Vicente Fox, I've been with, you know, a lot of important people that, that keeps my character alive and makes me feel like I'm protected, you know, no matter what. Even though I have to fight on the ring, I know I'm going to pull it off. Okay. Now, uh, we have to go flip over to Frost. You know, one of the things I do remember about it is uh, uh, there were some vignettes that were produced. Uh, I guess basically explaining who Azucar is and was and, and uh, the purpose behind the mask and everything. Whose idea was that? Who who uh, put that together? Uh, it was part of them and part, of, part with me since the whole uh, idea of getting... Uh, I mean the the production, but the the whole idea of me uh, getting the mask and finding somebody who would be able to do the design that I had in mind, mm-hmm. and uh, Jorge Guerrero, Juan Guerrero, and um, and finding him, and I was like, bring a camera, let's let's go through this whole process. So it was important to me for people to know where I was coming from. Mm-hmm. Because every time, like, I remember I came into into training, I didn't have my mask yet. So I came with a Blue Demon mask. And everybody was like, who's this girl and why is she hiding? I'm like, it's not hiding. And it was important for me to, to make people understand that I was not hiding. I was being truthful to, to my culture. And, um, and it, it's important. A lot of people misinterpret the, the mask as a hiding or or this or that and it's it's a stamp of our culture and it was important to me to get it out there so I asked for it and then it was a uh, um, we worked together to get it okay so so for anybody that went back and watched and I'm, I'm going to suggest that anybody that's listening that hasn't done it you, uh, uh, go back to um, season 2 I uh, believe that should be there and you can see the um, the vignettes that I'm talking about and, and the match that I'm that she's speaking of but all of that as as you're telling me now that was 100 percent legit that wasn't it wasn't a script it wasn't like oh yeah hey we're gonna assign you a zoo car we're gonna give you a mask you no. brought that to the table you you were legitimately pushing for hey i want to represent here yes no absolutely i came in and in, in <laughs> and it was like David, 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 David was like, no, but why do you want to hide your beautiful face? It's not that beautiful. Start with that. But um, <laughs> don't, don't don't downplay yourself. Now you, you're an actress. She's a liar. But no, but it's it's true. Like they were doubting. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, whether you take you take me with a mask or you don't take me. And I think David saw so much. Like I, I was going for it, and I was going with the mask. 
even Selena was like, take that mask off. And I'm like, no. <laughs> take that mask off. No. Because it, it, even La Niña said, I think this girl is ugly because she's covering her face with a mask. But, but do you see all these misconceptions of like, why do I have to wear a mask when there's so much tradition behind it? And even when I designed the, the mask, it was with, it has a lot of meaning. It has a lot of meaning. It's, it's the, the, the swan that, that comes in. It, there's a huge thing. It's about, people reaching their full potential it's about finding your alter ego to be the best you can be and um because i think when when you have even a little bit of a public um position you have a certain responsibility and i am here to make to try to make this world better so it it it, it was important to me all of this so yeah no nothing of this was like scripted and was like Okay, so now we're gonna do this. It was, it was like yes, I was godfathered into the sport, mm-hmm. and it was like the the training was a little more gentle, and and everything was not as hard as it is in in I'm gonna, quote unquote the real wrestling world. Mm-hmm. Um, but but the whole azúcar is is real. It's a hun- she's a hundred percent real and she's a hundred percent like part of my heart. And yeah, I mean, of course when you're producing something, you have to tweak here and there and you have cameras and you have to like when you're producing the vignette. But uh but the whole story and the whole background and the whole everything behind the Sukar is absolutely real. Well I, I gotta say I I absolutely love this respect that you have just across the board i mean you like from heritage to to indie wrestling you 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 give it up all the way around so you know props to you thank you yeah. thank uh, you oh that gave me some <laughs> <laughs> sweet. i'm achieving something i'm achieving something that's good you're achieving that i won't represent you anymore <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to represent with no, you can't represent her. You get, you have to try to go after her. You know, that that's the key. That's the story. You you got to try is, to go after. It her. is a good storyline. You know. It is a good. I like. I actually uh, like it because you know, it has a lot of um, potential, like uh, a lot. Yeah. See, a zoo car is pure. You know. You, you, yes. you, you have to go out there. She has to turn you down. You have to see her lose a couple more times, and then you have to approach her at her lowest moment. I can help you win if you just come with me. Yeah, and then let's let's test my heart. I like it. You know, until she finds out that you orchestrated those losses all along, and then and then she comes for revenge, and then you get the person that puts Sofia Lopez oh in the God. ring, and then bam, there you go. So you, you tie okay, up all of those things all at you. once. All this is going into the podcast, right? Because I didn't take notes. Yes, all of this is going into the podcast. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> but see, now you have to return in order for that to happen. Of course. You know. Of course. But 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 see, this this fires me up because it's not for me. It's not just it's it's about a message, and it's about um, it's about yeah. For me, it's about message, and it's about many other things. Then it goes way beyond wrestling. Wrestling is not just the sport. It's the idea of good versus evil, and it's the the idea of like humanity at its 
at its rawness, <laughs> you know. Right. And and these story storylines are the ones that I that that make me thrive. These are the ones that I'm like, oh, okay, I can deal with the pain because we're going for something greater than just my body. All right. So. That that's high praise. Now now. <laughs> You know, most people that uh, listen to these podcasts and ask questions about WoW, now I don't know how I started getting funneled questions about WoW, but every so often I'll get it. So, one of the things I hear is like, you know, when are you guys coming back? When are you coming on? And you know, that that seems to be like the ongoing theme that uh, when, it yeah. comes, when it comes back, it kind of, you know, it, it goes into hiatus and then it comes back and then it goes back in hiatus. To the best of your knowledge, what what is the the hiatus spots mainly about? Is is there something that you can say for them to really understand why WoW is not just a consistent wrestling entity? Oof. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna and, well, and that's open for both of you. <laughs> you know. Like as I said, if you get to know David McLean and Selena Majors, mm-hmm. they really love wrestling. They do. I mean, their soul, their life, their passion, their mind, body, everything is into wrestling. And unfortunately, like sometimes um, they've been trying, not them, but, you know, the people that sometimes the people that they put the money or whoever, I don't know. They're trying to change WOW and go more... Wow, it's a family show. A family show. Wow, it's not like the sexy, it's not like, you know, the boobies, it's not like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is, as Sukar said, it's more about like the superheroes, that evil versus good, and things like that. Okay. And, you know, sometimes, like, David is been fighting so much for that idea, for a family show, and he's been trapped in, like, if he doesn't. Yeah, he won't settle. Like, you know, some people, they want more sexy. They want more other things, right? So if he doesn't settle, then that's why, you know, it kind of takes the hiatus time and he's negotiating. It's a lot of things, for real. The truth is that we're all asking the same question. <laughs> <laughs> like, why are we coming back? At least I was before I was like, before I had my baby. I was like, where are we coming back? What's going on? Um... <laughs> Yeah, it's like, I'm dying to get into that ring. And you go and find another ring, and it's not the same. But, um, <laughs> which is it's crazy. But I, I think it's it's more about that. It's like they won't sell out mm-hmm. for for anything. They, they're true to what they want, and they're true to, to the message they want to give. And, uh, and that takes time, and that sometimes people go on board, and then it comes... They, they, they break the ship, so they have to repair the ship and go go back into into the ocean. You know that it's just it's a vast, vast ocean. Well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, the whole point is that it's like, and that's why I respect David and Selena because you know they really, really, really love wrestling. I mean, David was the creator of Glow. I mean, the whole idea of Glow and. He he was a little boy, and he this was his dream mm-hmm. ever since he was a little boy. And so Selena, and you know, yeah, it's their life. 
their life. It's not like a joke. It's not a, just a business. It's not just a show. Anything. It's their life. And that's why, as I said, we're okay. We respect. And then we just are waiting for the call because we're just waiting. Like, when are we going back? I a text message here and there. And I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, I, 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 I totally get that. And I bring that up mainly because I know some people out there don't necessarily get the idea as to why, you know, like I've seen some people make suggestions and I'm like, you know, it's not that easy. Like, well, just go on YouTube. Look at, dude, it's not quite that easy, you know, just to take, <laughs> to decide that, well, we're not going to recoup the thousands of dollars that we put in this and just stick it on YouTube, you know. Exactly. And and it's thousands of dollars and there's a huge production value and there's like and it's it's hard. It's hard to get it out there. It's hard to sell. It's hard to produce. It's hard to create these things. It's hard to keep uh a team together and, and stay put you know, because life happens. Yeah. Like Sophia I moved to Mexico. I, I had a baby. I, I've seen several of them uh, kind of walk in and out, and, and that's that's not a knock on the wild. But as you just said, life happens when you when you're taping yeah. in 2012 and it doesn't air till two years later. I mean, it, it's exactly. hard to expect everybody to uh, stick to it. I mean, so you got yourself, Frost, Sunshine, Tadavik. Yeah. I, I think what half of the new crop that came in that season basically disappeared fire or whatever you yeah. know, the, and, and some you, people become cuckoo like yeah. so then. <laughs> and then you have people that even started training and during training like uh, Lady London mm-hmm. she broke her elbow in three parts oh, <laughs> you know crap. protecting is that, sunshine is that what happened yeah that yeah. happens yeah, we were there. We're, yeah, no, it was I, insane. I, I never, you know, I always wanted to know. I was like, where did she go? I, you know, because I don't think she ever had a match, did she? No. no, it was actually before going to Vegas. It was right. Yeah, it was so sad because actually, Lady London and I, we wanted to tag team and be the internationals. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was very exciting. I mean, she's she's amazing as a human being and as a sportsman and or sportswoman. Um, Isn't she a stunt woman by trade? Yeah. She is. Okay. She actually, she is the, her dad, I think. Mm. No, he did all the stunts with the whip for Indiana Jones. Ah, okay. And, uh, yeah, she's she's huge. She, She does a lot of horses. She was in Wonder Woman doing stunts and horses and cool uh she she's amazing with a whip she can whip you <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I mean, there was, there was a lot she was gonna she was gonna pull out the whip it was she's she's amazing she's well, really she's, with a she's horse, in london huh? yeah she wanted to come in in a horse she has uh she can she can be running in a horse like standing up and whip a can and throw it and make a basketball those are really great stories, but before we go into further, thanks for listening to the Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling podcast. And if you like what you're hearing and you're a pro wrestling fan, then support us and your favorite pro wrestlers by buying your Colin Elbow Brand shirts available at colinelbowbrand.com. They've got a huge selection of shirts and branded clothing to suit your taste. Go to the Colin Elbow Brand store on the website and check out the No Count Out, No DQ shirt or the iconic shirt. 
which is the famous font of the Pro Wrestling Magazine. Maybe you're a fan of a particular Chicago-based former wrestler slash MMA fighter, then you want the Wendy shirt. Or how about the great designs on the Colin Elbow brand established in metal shirts? Or, if you really want some cool designs, check out the Signature Series, the Good Brothers Dojo, Simon's Gym, Planet of the Capes, and the Crown Jewel Chase Owens shirts are all available right now at ColinElbowBrand.com. Make sure you use our code WPNRussell and save yourself 10% on your purchase. That's 10% off of your purchase by using our promo code WPNRussell and you'll support us in the process. Head over to the site, throw our code in at checkout, and make sure you support everybody that's in this wrestling game. That's checkout code WPNRussell, WPNRussell. <laughs> now, now I, I have to ask because you know you, you, you brought it up I, I have to hear a little bit of this story so, so she broke her arm in three places protecting Sunshine with that that's noble of her but what, what caused this protection to where she would bust her arm up um, she was landing an elbow on Sunshine and Sunshine moved Ooh. and she was gonna land it like straight on, on Sunshine's rib and in, in order not to hurt Sunshine, uh, she she moved her arm and she landed in her elbow and she broke it in three places. Mm. And, that, and, and let's rope that thing back around. We just said earlier, gruesome injuries have happened inside yep. of wrestling rings, and there's an example of it: broken bones. Yeah, things happen. Uh. Yeah, it was insane. She didn't like not even. She was like, ouch. I think I need to go to the hospital. Well, in her, in her, yeah, she was like, like yeah. oh, I think I need to go to the hospital. <laughs> wow. And I took her to the hospital, and uh, yeah, it was David, Lady Londo, and me, and she was so brave. She was <laughs> that was, and she went through two surgeries, mm. and um, and she recovered fully, and she wanted to come back, and David was like, ah, it's a little too soon. <laughs> well, I mean, she's a stunt woman, so I mean, I'm sure the pain yeah, just kind of comes with the territory. Uh, yeah, she's good. Now, she was, she's good. Now, I will say, you know, just, just for those that have followed this kind of this wow uh, documentation that I've been doing through these various podcasts and reviews uh, of that season. You know, and this is just a sidebar here. That that probably was the most critical episode that I've ever had. The Sunshine Lana Star match. They're like this thing was a minute and a half, and it was over. I was like, what, 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 what is that about? I'm sorry. I, you know, I, I I called it good. And I called I, I called it bad. I was like, oh, what what was this? You know, sometimes you're just introducing characters. You know, like. Uh, that, that's what happens sometimes you know there is not enough time as we say it's a lot behind us like production time I mean etc etc but it's a way to introduce characters so that was kind of like a quick introduction and I'm glad you I'm glad you said that because that that was the criticism that I had I was like it's Sunshine's first match she shouldn't be loose she shouldn't be squashed inside of a minute and a half but that, now, that's, <laughs> now, now that's me, you know. If, if I'm, I don't mind her losing because Lana was the champion. Lana, but she was also the established name, 
And if we're trying to introduce this new girl, this new character to the audience and, and make her look believable and make her look like she's a, quote, contender to the title, she got to give her a run for her money. Yep, you know? I agree. Now that's just me. You know? I agree. I agree. Yeah, I mean, she was a joke for Lana at that moment, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean. I don't know. But I don't know. Things, things happen and decisions are made and. I don't know. I don't know exactly what happened, but um, I see your point. I see your point, and and I I respect it, and I kind of agree. But things happen, and I don't know. Some decisions are made. And oh yeah. Now, now don't get me wrong. There, there is one thing that I, I have come to realize when we when we talk about wrestling and the entertainment world and stuff like that. I mean, yes, I could be right in that, but. They're right too. I like that. There's a thousand right ways to get to what it, you know, whatever it is you're trying to get to. Actually, I think that Lady London's, um, now that I'm thinking of it, I think Lady London's accident was what happened that, that, uh, that made that match happen. Because suddenly it was like Lady London versus uh, Sunshine. And she got her elbow busted, and it was a last-minute thing. Ah. I think. Don't, don't. I'm not like a hundred percent sure, but I think that's exactly what happened. That Lady London, they were gonna fight. <laughs> Lady London, <laughs> Lady London, <laughs> breaks her elbow, and um, <clears throat> Lana goes like, "Okay, I'll take her." You know. Okay. Well, Pro- well, not, don't don't fully quote me on that. Well, I won't, I, I, <laughs> I won't hold you to that, though, but you know that that explanation sounds as good as any. You know, so hey, work it works for me. Okay. Now, okay. now I, I will, uh, Sophia. I want to ask uh, you. Uh, you came into an established act, also. I just mentioned Lana Star being an established act, come a holdover from the the, the uh, 2001 season one of Wow. You walked into an established act with Cage Heat. Now, did that uh, intimidate you at all? Did, how was it for you joining this group, more or less? You know what? As I said, like, at the beginning, I was, like, chicken out. I was, like, you know, I remember I saw Loka. Actually, I remember even the first day I saw Spike. I was, oh, my goodness, like, I'm not going to leave this place alive. So, yeah, I was totally intimidated by everyone. You know, I, I remember asking Luca, are you girls going cuckoo, you know, like this guy that buy this other guy here? I couldn't remember even the name. I was like, you know Mark those Tyson. things that happen here? Yeah. <laughs> and I was telling her like that, you know those things that happen here on the rings or, you know, in in sports, do you have you met any girl that goes really cuckoo? Because I was seriously totally intimidated. I remember I even watched the videos of Loka and Delta from 2001. I was oh my goodness, like this girl. I was I don't even want to meet her because Delta was in Atlanta, and I was like, I don't even want to see this girl. And you know, but little by little, I started like getting my confidence I started you know training I was like you know I have those two kids and I want to be the hero so I can't I should get this right you know mm-hmm. so that's how I started gaining my confidence and training hard 
keep going. I remember, like, you know, I was the last one that they gave me my contract, and Selena was kind of like, you know what, they, she deserved it. Like, no matter what, I kept going, and, and I kept going, and I was like, I even brought my kids one time to the ring, and they were so little, and she's like, you know what, she deserves her contract. <laughs> because I never quit. But, yeah, I was so intimidated by everybody. Well, I, I will say now that that was a, a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to say a trick question, but some of that I was aware of because uh, your, your buddy Loka spoke highly of you and your uh, willingness to keep going. So, so I, yeah, you so know I what did I, have some insight to that before before I asked the question, but I just, just mm-hmm. want to put that out there. Yeah, and you know what? At the same time, if you think about it, it's like I needed to make allies. So if I was afraid of Locke and Delta, it's like, and they look kind of like harsh for me, I was like, you know what, these are the first ones that I'm going to go for it and make a lie, because as, as I said, at the end of the day, everything could happen in that ring, like everything, like allies. 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 <laughs> what did I say? They make allies. Allies. Don't worry, I, I knew what you meant. <laughs> I, I got you. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah, are you still making fun of my accent? You know, see, this is unbelievable. Like, people... I'm not making fun. It took me a second. <laughs> <laughs> they even put subtitles I, I, in some I, of the episodes. Like, seriously. I, I got you in context of what you were saying. I, I, I was able to put it together. <laughs> now, you know, uh, now, yeah. uh, back to the, the ring, uh, Azukar. Uh uh-huh. Did, you, did you have a match other than uh, Frost? Uh, because I, I thought there was some stuff no. that was taped that never went made air. It, uh... No, it was like th- this whole start. This thing started with um, Frost cheating. So mm-hmm. uh, it, my my beef was with Frost, and I wanted to finish that first and then um, keep on going. So no, I didn't have other matches and with Frost. <clears throat> But um, but it's just it's just my, the my, one, right? Frost was quite quite strong. <laughs> just going after her. Um, so and and I I really wanted I really wanted to um, to take Cage Heat actually with Lady London. Like we were we were planning on it. We were like, oh, they're going down. Ah, but it didn't happen. Well, you yeah. know, plan, plans changed, but uh, so so that's a. Uh, behind the scenes story though of something that I guess would have been if, if uh, London had stuck around uh, <clears throat> but that match is the one and only match that, that you have on Wild TV we had two yeah two okay so yeah we had two I had two with um, with Frost and okay yeah, uh, yeah all right. I'm sorry yeah so it's nah. okay <laughs> I can't remember my, you know, I, I was doing good there for a while, but you know. But, no, you're doing fantastic. <laughs> you remember more than me. <laughs> so, so you, you had the two matches, and we already mm-hmm. have established why you didn't come back because you know your life life kicked in and you know it became became mom. Uh, yeah. Were were you approached following that? I mean, when they. When did they go back for the the fourth season? Was that 16, 2016, I think? Mm-hmm. Were, were you called yeah. and like, hey, are you ready? Yes, I was. Yeah, I was called and I was pregnant. Oh, <laughs> okay. So, all right. So, all right. Okay, I got you. So, the pregnancy happened right before the, the third season. Uh, 
Yeah. So you missed all the Belasco stuff. Oh man, that's, I, I guess that's a little sad, but yeah. I but, know. I know. <laughs> That was super cool. Yeah. Well, the Belasco is a much better venue. In my in my view, I, I like that venue more than I did Vegas. For that's where I was, yeah. And I, that's where I was going to show up with my pregnant belly. Ah, yes. There we go. All right. I remember now. That said you're going to get yeah. in the front row. I actually... It's funny because I had a whole uh, team of moms from the second show in the Velasco. I had a whole team of moms that we were gonna all show up with my with babies and uh, in masks. <laughs> Didn't happen. Didn't happen. But it was gonna be a whole thing. <laughs> I was. I had. It was a mom's club. Yeah, I had this whole thing. We we're gonna be like a whole. Let's bring back azúcar kind of thing. That'd have been cool. Uh, Bring some signs. It was, yeah. It was, it was gonna be a silent. It was not gonna be a sign, but it was all. We were all gonna come with azúcar uh, masks mm-hmm. and just sit down and have like a like a flash mob of azúcar. Ah. <laughs> now, now uh, the, the other half of that. And that everyone with babies. <clears throat> excuse me. The other half of that that match thing that I wanted to ask you about is, I've always heard that some bookers have the the. Uh, the idea, like, hey, I know these people, these two wrestlers don't necessarily uh, get along, but it makes for great TV or it's good chemistry. Did were you booked to go against Frost before or after they knew that y'all had some uh, issues? Actually, before. Before. And um, and yeah, and as it happened, like as, after our first match, that's when I mean she went stiff on me on our first match. I still have a hip chipped, um, and and that's where it all started. Ah, okay. Well, that ain't cool. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, it's not. I truly have like a chip in my hip. That's, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I guess that's a, a constant reminder to you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> all right. You can get rid of and, that. Yeah, and it's like I'm also very stubborn, so I was like. They're like, and you. I'm like, I'm going after Frost, wow. <laughs> but I'm going. What, let me let me just take her, bring her really down, and then I'll go for the next one. See, I think we need to bring Frost back so we can bring a sugar back, and then <laughs> she's not coming back. I, I've, I've seen her Instagram. I, I sincerely doubt that she, her, and uh, I forget the the other was it Desdemina or something like that. Uh, yeah. They, they essentially posted like everything's groovy on the uh, on the stunt world, so I, I don't perceive them as turning around and going back. Uh, storylines or, or forgotten or lost storylines, because I, I get the impression that there were a couple of would-be stories that would have taken place, but didn't quite get get to because of people leave or the hiatus or you know whatever the case may be. Are there any storylines that you are aware of that you were supposed to be in that uh, just hadn't taken place? And I'm I'm talking to Azukar first, Sophia after that. No, actually no? I don't. No, I don't know what were the plans. Again, I wanted I've always wanted to take Cage Heat, um, Loka specifically. <laughs> um, uh, okay, why Loka specifically? Was why you you just feel like you'd have a better match with her? 
Because you respect, you, I respect my friends and I respect my enemies a little bit more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to. Um, and, and I respect Loka. She's, she's bad, but she has her, her thing. And I, I would like to take her and see what, what she's made of. Um, <laughs> that's one. Uh, and I, I would have loved to go uh, with Jungle Girl. I don't know if I would have given, be given that privilege. Um, you might have. Who knows? They might. Who knows? Exactly. I mean, I asked for it. Cause I, again, I, I like. I'm very proactive. So I, I tried. I always was like, I want this. I want that. You know, I was. I was trying to get what I wanted. So yeah, those were two matches that I would have loved to have. But I don't know if they were in the plans or not. To be honest. Okay, well, now, Sophia, on the other side of that, you, your storylines have been laid out pretty pretty flush. I mean, uh, from coming and representing Cage Heat and getting him out of jail and getting the, the belts back and, you know, that, that whole shebang, you know, is, has it always been that story where it was going to be, hey, you're going to represent the, the tag team champions and, you know, you're going to have a few with all American girls and then we got to kind of pick it up from there. Has that always been the case or did they give you another pitch for an angle or a storyline that you're aware of? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it didn't happen, but it doesn't mean it's not going to happen later on. So I don't think I can say much about it, but yes, there are different storylines waiting or on the line. Well, no, that's fair. No, I, I don't want, like I said, I don't want to blow anything. If you got something coming up, <laughs> and it, and it's possible that you you may have that storyline kick in, that that's all well and fine. Uh, do you also get proactive as Azucar does and and say, hey, you know what, this is what I would like to do? Oh yeah, you know, um, it was at some point. At the very, you know, beginning when I decided to be, you know, be a manager, that all of a sudden, after that first, you know, match on Vegas, I was like, wow, this is too much adrenaline. I love it. I can't live without it. And then uh, I said, oh, yeah, I'm ready to fight. So I don't, was, I'm so ready to fight. And, you know, like, yeah, build my character. I don't care. And I was so, so, so ready. And to start taking, you know, girls. And at that point, we wanted to take a tropical storm. So mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm so ready for La Nina or, you know. So, but then, uh, no, we need, the, then at that point, it was too late because we decided to take the other route of building the character. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then we had the second match, you know, in Vegas, and then tropical storm wasn't there anymore, and everything changed. So I just, you need to go with a flow, and that's it. Okay. Well, well, you you've been sticking around so far. So, what? How long did Tropical Storms? That what are they like? Uh, did they only do a match? Did they do more than that? Yeah. Know. Just the one. Yeah. Oh, I okay. think they just. I think they did one only. Like <laughs> I don't. I want to remember if they did two in Vegas, but I think it's maybe two. I'm trying to remember, but. For sure, yeah, I don't know. I cannot. I don't remember. Do you remember Tropical Storm doing one or two matches? Was it only one? I 
remember. Because I know they went to Buddha. Yeah, but the first time for sure, but I don't know if the second time they went to Yeah, I think it was only once, right? I think so. I said, nah, I only recall that with the Bully Busters. I, I just thought that you guys might have a, another match or something like that that you could possibly know about. I mean, because, you know, I, I assume that some of this stuff just is sitting on a shelf somewhere or in somebody's hard drive of matches that just never got produced or, or something like that. I could be wrong, but I, I just assume yeah. Yeah, 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 you know, definitely, because sometimes, you know, there is so many plans, and then you cannot, you know, produce them all, or things like that, but yeah. Yeah, there are a couple of storylines with me that I was like, ah, let's maybe change it, and then David was like, yeah, you're right, and then there was a couple of times that David would come in like, are you sure you want that, and then I was like, ah, maybe not. <laughs> so. You know, I think that's the beauty of this, like, at the end of the day, you really get to create or and become your character, and I think that's that's part of the beauty. Mm-hmm. That, now it would be unfair if I did not go back and address your uh, your IMDb and your acting credit. You know, of course your demo reel. And so for anybody that's interested, I'm going to put the link to uh, well, you know, I call her Sofia Lopez, but you know. It's going to be listed as differently on her demo reel for, for anybody that's asking. <laughs> but I'm going to put the link down there so they can see your your, uh, your acting talent on display. Uh, I would ask Azukar, but I'm, but she's also trying to remain a mystery, so I, I don't think I can uh, do the same for her. <laughs> but but I do, but I do want to know between you know the two of you most most times when I do talk to actors and actresses and whatnot. Uh, there's a, a, a genre or a style that they kind of gravitate towards more than others. So, you know, just for the sake of, of knowing, as an actress, what do you like to do? What, what do you prefer? It, or is there a preference? Comedy! Co- oh, okay, <laughs> well, there we go, comedies. <laughs> As like a, I do stand up comedy. <laughs> she could be like, what's her name? <laughs> I got that we were watching not too long ago. <laughs> I, do, I, do actually, I actually do stand up comedy, and I've done it at Azuka, which is very Oh, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that. Now, how you, well, I guess it doesn't matter because you're not doing it on TV, but it's. I, Unless you get on television doing a zoo card, there's no problems, right? There, there's no trademark or copyright well, that come after you. No, well, I own a zoo card because oh, I created okay. it. Oh, yeah, oh. I created her. She's like, uh, I actually called um, David and I asked, and he said, she, "She's you. <laughs> you created her. I designed the mask. I designed. I, I created her backstory." which is kind of part of my backstory and like everything everything about Asuka is me okay so even in the, it's even written in the contract ah <laughs> yeah. that's good so, so, so yeah, comedy you know, is like your thing yeah and for me uh, you know I really love to be like a chameleon I love you know the chameleon actors like Ari Olman I think he's amazing Mm-hmm. And I like to do everything. You know, sometimes I like to be the villain. Sometimes I like to be the sweet. Sometimes I like to be, you know, the strong, the sick. So I've been kind of playing 
That's it. Seriously, like I, I played everything. Uh, you know, some things more than others, or like in different kind of projects. But at the end of the day, I like I like to be a chameleon actress. That's what I like. Okay. Well, apparently you uh, you do a pretty good job of that. Uh, you know, I I know that I'm pulling back the um, the uh, the curtain here because you know we we've been referring to you as Sofia Lopez, but uh, again the link is going to be listed below. So you know, I guess that there's no secret here. Leslie Garza, I hope I'm saying that correctly, but Leslie Garza is the uh, demo reel that you're going to be looking at if you click the links in the uh, comment section underneath this podcast, wherever you happen to be listening to it, whether that be uh, YouTube or iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, so on and so forth. So, you know, you got you got a couple of different locations, guys, to uh, click that link, check her out, see her outside of being the greatest attorney in the world. Uh, she's got <laughs> quite, a, qu- quite the variety listed on there, but don't be bugging her about, you know, uh, unless you got some legitimate acting roles that you're trying to, you know, get. So, you know, th- these things are for business, just so you know. Now, as far as uh, Zucar's stand-up comedy, I guess we'll never really see that unless she has video of her with that mask on that she's going to share. Do <laughs> you? I do, of course. I walk, into, I walk everywhere with my mask on when I do my stand-up comedy with the mask. Um, yeah, it happens. Uh, you just send you that link. Do you have them on YouTube? No, of course not. I don't have them. Oh, are, oh record it? No, I don't have them recorded. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually, I have a pilot with a doing stand-up, but or a YouTube channel or something like that. Feel free to contact me and let me let me know and let me share that with the awesome. the people that uh follow follow the stuff and want to get to know you guys. So thank you. Yeah. Well, when yeah. I when we get it, when we get it out there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll let Brian be the first one. <laughs> let him be the first one. That's yeah, right. you know, like it's so funny because talking about that chameleon thing. You know, one time a producer because I was hosting a show in a network called Global TV that the producer said, you know, you're so sweet. I don't think you can play like an evil character. <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, like, wait a minute, you don't know me. <laughs> but that's where I, I feel more challenged to do something that sometimes I'm not, you know, like actors. Like, sometimes you want, sometimes you want to play the opposite, sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> But now that might be interesting, you know. Could, could you just show up with the mask on and make people think a Zucar came back? Ah, I know, right? <laughs> I we can trick everyone. I don't think that. Yeah. <laughs> See now, look at that. I just just gave you another. You, you're still in the middle of the tag team tournament. You just have a Zucar show up with a with a partner up against Cage Heat in the second bracket. And then, you know, you have Casey Russell, whoever this partner happens to be, and she finally gets the tag to Azucar, and Azucar turns on her, gets the pen, and we pull the mask off, and we see it's Sofia Lopez, the greatest attorney in the world. <laughs> That'll be funny. And, you know, who knows? Like, as I said, everything could happen. Let me go check my mask. 
Yeah, you know, like, like Brian, you know, like, I just came to have dinner, like, you don't have to give us more ideas. <laughs> well, you know, the, the, the ideas stand, they're in the, they're in the podcast, they will be there for as long as the podcast exists, so you can always kind of scroll through that and pick out whichever ones you like, if you, if you like them at all, so, you know, you'll, you'll have a, a, a point of reference for these things. Thank you. Um, yeah. Plus, look, I mean, Asuka is worried that now I have her. <laughs> well, you know, I'm, 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 just, I'm just saying, it, 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 within the wild universe, that would work. Because, you know, people, <laughs> people already know Azukar, and then once they play it up, it's like, oh, yeah. she's back. And then you pull off the mask. <laughs> no, that's and, awesome. Bam. That's awesome. That's awesome. I kind of like it. It's funny. <laughs> See, I think. This is your sign that you need to go back. When they when they pop back yeah, up in I the air. Yeah, I keep telling that. Yeah, I, I guess this is more on you. I think this is more on you than on David. Like I you should, yeah, I you think should. if I tell David, can I come back? He'll be like, yeah. Uh, like, it just on you. So, so if, she, if you don't see her, Hopefully. just blame her. I, I hope he <laughs> should, yeah, come back. If you don't see her, just blame Asuka. It's all her fault. <laughs> oh. It's always easier to have to blame. <laughs> all, all I can say is, look, if, if you happen to go back, just say, you know, just give give credit to, to me in some some way, some somehow that hey, you know, I'm here because of that podcast. <laughs> of course. <laughs> you know, if you you yeah, do that, then you're scaring the fire. <laughs> like, well, Wendy demonstrated that we're loyal. See, we're loyal to Wow, so we're loyal. We're loyal people. Yeah. Well, well, bless your heart. Yes. You're both of you are sweet ladies, and I appreciate it. You know that. It's literally sweet. <laughs> <laughs> literally sweet. I don't know. You made out of the candy or some chocolate or something. You know, literally. Well, it's sugar. Uh-huh. It's sugar and sugar, and it comes. And the, it, it all comes from um, the little sugar skull for the Day of the Dead mm. in Mexico, like Mexican celebration. And this was way before cocoa. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. See, yeah. yeah. Well, well, now I've so learned something why, new. So, yeah, that's, it's funny because there was a moment there where it's like, can sugar become a heel? Well, maybe because sugar, even though it's sweet, it kills you. So, <laughs> you know, with diabetes. Oh. <laughs> she can, she can yeah, give you diabetes. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. My, move, my moves are going to be diabetes. Die slowly. Oh, gosh. Cavity. <laughs> <laughs> cavity. My move is going to be diabetes. Uh, I'm not even sure how you could perform that. Here she is off the rope. <laughs> diabetes. Oh, my God. You know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what's funny. <laughs> Oh, whew. that's we've taken a bad turn here, folks. I know. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I know you guys are crazy. Okay. And and closing, because so, I know you ladies have to. Uh, what time is there? Like ten o'clock or something? That was, eleven, almost eleven. Yeah. Almost eleven. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm off off my uh, my time frame here. As you know, it's almost two a.m. <laughs> where I am. But uh, oh, wow. well, you know. I'm, I'm a night owl. I, I, I'm up like that. So, but I, I, I do want to say uh, on air, thank you both for for coming on to the show and sharing your time and 
and uh, some of your your experiences of being on WoW and outside of WoW for that matter. Uh, I w- was not expecting this, this bonus guest of having a zoo car. Thank you very much, and uh, Sophia, thank you for. Uh, See what can Sophia Lopez do for you? Do you can you appreciate what Sophia Lopez can do for you? I had all these surprise, an extra bonus. Two for one. I, I do appreciate what you've done for me. Now, now if I could just get you to be a good girl and not and not cheat in the ring, you know, that we, you know, then, then we'll be all gravy. <laughs> we, we got, I didn't know that can happen. <laughs> we got to we got to get you away from your heelish tendencies and, and be good. <laughs> and thank you so much for having me as well. I'm uh, surprised. You were you were awesome remembering all these things and facts. So thank you. Well, you know it is it is my uh, job, I guess. <laughs> uh, maybe not the full time gig, but when you're running a podcast, I guess you got to know a little a little bit of something here and there. So I, I yeah. try my best, and I, I do appreciate you both for for going along with this this whole thing, and hopefully. It is giving you the fire that you need to call Mr. McLean up and say, hey, I'm putting the mask back on. I'm getting back in the ring. Okay. And David McLean. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. Because I'm assuming that you, David McLean, out there listening to this somewhere, sometime, somehow, you owe me a podcast, dude. I emailed you before. We talked about it then. I'm, I'm, I'm holding you to that. Because I got a bunch of stuff to, to, to question you about, so I'm just I'm putting that out in the universe now. It's there, McLean and Jeannie Bus, both of you. Mr. David McLean. There you go. Yes. <laughs> it's gonna happen, Brian. It's gonna happen. So <laughs> you should have talked to me. I could have like persuaded David to have that podcast with you, but we'll see. <laughs> no, but thank you, thank you so much for everything, and we keep in touch. Thank you very much, ladies. You both have a good night. Thank you. You too, sweetheart. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the WPN's Rights and Wrongs of Pro Wrestling. If you have questions or comments, please contact us via our Facebook or our YouTube channel at the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. If you're new to the WPN, feel free to subscribe to our channel and like our page. We appreciate your support. Thank you again for listening.